Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. We're back in the book of Ruth. We've, we're on the threshing floor of Boaz. We're in chapter 3. Um, so um, Naomi uh, was told by her mother, I mean, Ruth was told by her mother-in-law, Naomi, um, it's time to go let uh, Boaz know how you feel about him. Technically, he can. he's a family relative. He can be a redeemer for you. In other words, he can redeem you as as your uh, husband to take the place of your of your dead hus- husband. But you got to tell him how you feel. You got to tell him that you want to choose him as your redeemer. And so Naomi, you know, last time in, back in verse three, you know, she was telling her what to do. You know, wash yourself, anoint yourself, put on your cloak, go down to the threshing floor, and make yourself known to him. Uh, okay, so, so, and McGee was making the points of the the parallels, these metaphors of how this kind of relates to our relationship with Christ and the gospel message. Wash yourself. We're washed from sin by Christ. We're washed from sin by the Word of God. Then we're then after that, after that, we receive that washing from sin, from Christ and His Holy uh, Word, uh, then we're anointed. You know, we're anointing uh, with oil, uh, but it's of the Holy Spirit. We're anointed by the Holy Spirit. So we're washed from sin. We're anointed by the Holy Spirit. And then when you put on your cloak, you're you're not wearing your regular clothes anymore. You're wearing the robe of righteousness. The clothing now, no matter what, it looks like you're wearing the righteousness of Christ as your new clothing. And then what do you do? Make yourself known to Him. And, you know, McGee says, go, make yourself known. So, in other words, tell Christ how you feel about Him. Do, if, you, if you love Him, tell Him. And, and we're getting like uh, sort of what, it, what we need to do from our perspective, like from Ruth's, it, it wouldn't make any sense to have all these spiritual gifts, but without telling how you feel, how you love Him. 
Truly, we're looking at a love story. Truly, the gospel message is a love story. A sacrificial love story. Because Jesus was here on earth because he loves each one of us so much. It's a personal relationship. He died for each one of our sins. So, yes, it is a relationship between you and the Lord Jesus. It matters. You matter. So tell yourself, tell, I mean, tell him how you feel about him. It wouldn't make it a, a personal relationship if you don't. He loves you. He's telling you how he feels about you. That's like, um, that would be, a, uh, Ruth could never claim Boaz is her redeemer. She has to make herself known to him. She has to tell him. And we have to tell Christ. You know, Christ can die for us on the cross and make all these great promises, but we have to tell him we trust him. Tell him, and we have to ex tell him we accept what he's done for us. And we have to claim him as our redeemer. It doesn't make any sense if you just go to church and you, you, you look at Christmas movies or you do all these things, but you never claim Christ. You've got to claim Him as your Redeemer. You don't have to say anything else, but claim Him as your Redeemer. Make yourself known to Him to claim Him. That's what Naomi was telling Ruth to do. That's what we need to do. And not only that, make yourself known, claim Him, now you have a relationship, so you're going to talk to him. You're going to, you're going to pray to the Lord Jesus, too. We've often said that Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. So now we come to verse um, 4. Uh, but when he lies down, uh, observe the place where he lies, and then go and uncover his feet and lie down. And he will tell you what to do. And she replied, all that you will say, I will do. It's not like she's, you know, McGee made the point that she kind of is doing this reluctantly. Like, you know, like, okay, I'll do it. Um, you know, you're telling me what to do. I will do it. I'm, I'm sort of a servant. I will be, you know, I'm your daughter-in-law. I'm loyal. I'm here to, to keep, you know, to serve you. I'm here to serve him. I will do everything you guys are telling me to do. You know, I do claim him. But, you know, in totally trusting, totally trusting in the integrity of the law, totally in trust, totally trusting God. You know, she's accepted God. She's accepted, you know, the Jewish God. She's left the Moabite gods. And this is their tradition. This is totally accepting. And so she lies down at the feet in the position of a servant. Okay? Poor, destitute. But at the same time, she's going to be there to claim him. So, verse 6. Is it a, there's not a lot of drama here, isn't there? So, verse 6. She goes down to the threshing floor and did just as her mother-in-law had commanded her. And when Boaz had eaten and, and drunk and his heart was merry... He went to lie down at the heap of the grain. So in other words, he's eating with his folks. They've had a good day, you know, at the harvest. So 
you know, he's kind of eating with his workers, and now he's going down and he's going to lie down um, by the heap of the grain. You know, and so that's where he does. He probably has a, a blanket to keep himself warm. And so um, then Ruth, she came softly and uncovered his feet and lay down. So in other words, he probably had a blanket over him, so he, she removed the blanket, you know, over his feet, and she lay down at his feet. And at midnight, the man was startled, this is verse 8, and turned over, and uh, behold, a woman lay at his feet. And he said, Who are you? You know, it's dark. He doesn't know who this is. And she answered, I'm Ruth, your servant. Spread your wings over your servant, for you are a redeemer. Okay, so she is now talking about um, spreading wings. Remember Boaz said, um, you know, when he first saw her, you know, gleaning in his field back in uh, chapter 2, verse 12, you know, he said, the Lord repay you for what you have done and a full reward will be given by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. In other words, it's a, it's sort of a metaphor about the wings that the wings of the Lord being protective of you, like, you know, a bird, you know, cares for the young under the the, the the bird's wings but it's sort of like he was sort of saying he was going to be those wings for her because he was going to be protecting her in the threshing field okay and I mean in the in the fields in the gleaning fields so um, now she's sort of answering him back about um, I'm Ruth, your servant. Spread your wings over your servant, for you are a redeemer. So she's talking about the wings again, like the wings that he was saying the Lord would protect her under his wings. Now she's saying, you know, protect me with um, your wings. Okay, so she's personalizing the Lord's protection. I'm looking to the Lord to protect me through you, Boaz. And what is my relation? I'm Ruth. And I'm your servant. You know, she just puts her at the lowest place in this hierarchy. She's talking about the Lord and Boaz and her mother-in-law. And she's at the bottom. A beautiful young woman. Incredible moral character. The whole village knows it. She's given up everything to honor the vow to her mother-in-law her she's there she's been gleaning in the fields boaz is loves her deeply but he's been holding back because ruth has to claim ruth has to do the claiming that's according to their law and now she's there to claim but she claims boaz from the position of a servant and she's using his words back to him to say i'm claiming you Spread your wings over your servant. You know, you're a redeemer. It's the way we claim Christ. Out of complete humility. And we're at the lowest part. You know, please redeem me. I'm your servant. She she asks for him, but also she gives her place in this relationship. And he said, verse 10, 
May you be blessed by the Lord, my daughter. You have made this last kindness greater than the first in that you have not gone after young men, whether rich or poor. So in other words, he, I already know how you've honored um, your mother-in-law. Whole village knows it. But this kindness, I know your character here because, you know, we've not talked about this, but you're not chasing all the young men around um, the village, around Bethlehem, whether they're poor or rich. You, and you're just asking me this, this shows how much integrity you have. You've been gleaning, you've been acting like a servant here, and you're claiming me as it is right and it is proper uh, according to your family. Your family ties to me. And you show this, the respect to your mother-in-law that you are following the tradition of the family ties. So, in other words, you're showing still your virtue in the decisions you're making. And now, my daughter, do not fear. This is what Christ tells us. Don't be afraid. There's this tension between faith and fear. The more fear we have, the less faith. The more faith we seem to have, we don't fear. Don't fear. In other words, have faith. I will do for you all that you ask. For all my fellow townsmen know that you are a worthy woman. No problem. Don't fear. Have faith. Trust me. I'm going to do everything you say. Everything you ask. And now it is true that I am a redeemer. Yet there is a redeemer greater than I. Rem nearer than I. So in other words, there is a family member that is first in line before you. Remain tonight and in the morning, and if he will redeem you, good, let him do it. And as McGee said, he probably had to swallow hard saying that, because he doesn't want this fella to redeem Ruth. But just like Ruth, Boaz is honoring these family ties. But if he is not willing to redeem you, then the, as the Lord lives, I will redeem you. In other words, if he doesn't do this, you have a 100% guarantee. I'm promising you, as the Lord lives, you can trust that. Lie down until the morning. Rest. Okay? You can rest once you claim him. This is what McGee was teaching. Once you claim the Lord Jesus, now you can rest. Because he will do all the rest of the work for you. He's already done everything on the cross for you. Now you can rest. So, verse 14. So she laid his feet until the morning, but arose before one could recognize another. In other words, she gets up early. She doesn't want to, like, broadcast it, that she's made this claim. And he said, let it not be known that the woman came to the threshing floor. And he said, bring the garment you're wearing and hold it out. So she held it and he measured out six measures of barley and he put it on her. And then she went into the city. And when she came to her mother-in-law, she said, the mother-in-law, Naomi said, how did you fare, my daughter? So she says, how did it go? You know, she was probably um, waiting up all night. She probably couldn't even sleep. She didn't even know what happened. Did he reject you? Did he accept you? What, what happened? 
And then she, this is Ruth, told her all that the man, Boaz, had done for her, saying, These six measures of barley he gave to me, for he said to me, You must not go back empty-handed to your mother-in-law. So he's showing Naomi how serious he is. How he's going to honor Ruth and honor Naomi. Naomi deserves a place of honor here. And he is honoring Naomi the best way he can right now. She replied, wait, my daughter, until you learn how the matter turns out. For the man will not rest, but will settle the matter today. Okay? So in other words, this man is serious. This man is in love with you. This man is going to be your redeemer if he can, if he can do it. But we have to wait. We don't have to do anything else. He's going to do it all. That's what McGee says. You can rest once you claim him. He will do the rest of the work for you. So we're going to stop here. And tomorrow we'll start uh, the chapter 4 in this great little love story. The Book of Ruth. So we'll turn now. The rest of the podcast over to our co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great. Look forward to hearing your take on this great little study today. Um, and as always, for me to all of you, God bless you. Keep your hearts centered on Christ on this great spiritual battlefield. And we'll see you here next time as we continue our study. God bless you all. And as always, we pray for sweet Emma and sweet Jean. See you next time.